welcome into the next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel, and I'll be joined by a special guest on another edition of my podcast. And I want to just say this. The Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals. That's right. The Milwaukee Bucks have made it to the NBA Finals, and they will be facing off against the Phoenix Suns. And the Finals will start tomorrow, Tuesday, at 8 p.m. Central Time on ABC. And then Game 2 will be Thursday at the same time, I believe, on ABC. And additionally, the other games to follow will be at the times that have come out in the media by both teams for the following weeks all the way to Game 7. So we'll see if the Bucks can not only win the East, but win it all, win the Larry O'Brien Trophy. And as a Bucks fan... It's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, being a fan. And it's great that the process, everything that went with it, the seasons where they didn't do so hot, they lost 15 games in one year. Granted, they were rebuilding, but they lost 15 games. That was probably the low point of their franchise uh, in most recent years. And then they got back to the playoffs several years at fast forwarding and they got a few cracks at it. They came close against Toronto a few years ago. They lost in the bubble to the Miami heat. And now this year they finally broke through. They wanted, they won a title back in the 1900s, but now it's been a while since, since they're uh, get, getting back to the finals and now they're finally back. Hopefully, for Bucks fandom, everybody in in, in Bucks Nation, they, they can pay pay it off with the title, and uh, make make this team a, a real dynasty. I mean, they have all the pieces. They got Drew Holiday under contract for years to come. They got Chris Middleton under contract for years to come. Giannis just signed the big supermax. He'll be under contract for the next five to six years. Brooke Lopez, I think he's still got a year or two left on his deal if if they need to make a decision on him soon as far as a contract uh, coming up. I would assume that they'd bring him back, but we'll see what happens. And uh, that's their core. I mean, they have a few other role players. Pat Connaughton's been a very integral part of their success. P.J. Tucker, hopefully they can re-sign him. I think that he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year, so hopefully they can re-up him because that was a great addition by John Horst in, in the Bucks front office uh, for for basically giving up DJ Augustine and DJ Wilson and a few other uh, throw-in picks to, to the trade to, to bring in a, a player of P.J. Tucker's caliber. He's not a star, but he's a very nice role player. He's a great, versatile defender, and he can hit the open three, especially in the corner. Uh, his specialty uh, when given the opportunity. So he he does not only that, but he also brings a great locker room presence, a great veteran presence, and uh, he's been a great addition to their their squad. And Mike Budenholzer, a, a great kind of 
accomplishment for him. Uh, really going through the the coaching career and coming really close uh, with a few a few teams, whether it was back in Atlanta or with the Bucks. Uh, he's he's done a nice job in his coaching career so far. He's been kind of doubted by a lot of people uh, as whether or not he's a championship coach. Well, now he's in the championship, so hopefully he can pay it off in the in the finals and and, and win it. But he's proven a lot of people wrong. Uh, a lot of people that definitely are Budenholzer fans. I was a Budenholzer fan uh, when they hired him, but I also understood kind of his playoff, uh, you know, kind of struggles in the past where, where he, he has great teams in the regular season and then the postseason and he, he kind of falls short, short of the mark of, of making it to the finals. And now he's in the finals and he, he's finally broken through. So hopefully uh, this can be a positive step for him as far as postseason coaching and, and winning it all uh, because his overall coaching resume and coaching record is very impressive. He's, a bunch of games over 500 and he's a really highly successful coach. So very good for him. A lot of people involved with this team making it this far. They beat the nets when they were down 0-2, and they fought through that. And then they beat a really talented Atlanta Hawks team. They didn't have Trey young uh, for, for parts of, of the series, but Giannis also, for the Bucks, uh, had the hyper extension of his left knee, so that was a definite blow to the Bucks. Uh, the star player of their team, one of the best players in the NBA, uh, being sidelined to injury, but thankfully he didn't tear his ACL. That's what everybody was fearing. They were fearing a big damage to in his ligaments, something like that. It wasn't that. All things considered, you never want to get hurt, but they came out about as best as they could because he's going to be back, hopefully in the finals, but at at best, he'll be back next year. I would assume he'd be back in the finals, but at best, they'd get him back next year. And the initial, hope, the initial fear was when he got hurt, he'd be out all next year, and he's not. So that's really good for the Bucks side of things. And um, hopefully he, he can come back. Also, they're going to be cautious. They're going to play it safe. Giannis wants to play. That's the competitor in him. He wants to play. He wants to go out there. But you have to be cautious. You, you can't bring him back too soon, and then he injures something again, or and then it is worse. So when he's back, he's probably going to be as about as close to 100% or 100%. And also, too, it might be might be the side of the Bucks are in the finals. Giannis wants to come back. He's got to be ready enough, but he's also going to kind of push on his end because he wants to come back, because he wants to win the title for this Bucks franchise. He wants to be a part of a championship-winning team, hopefully. So it's kind of a tough line that's being drawn of you have to be cautious, but this is also the finals. Like it's not every year that, that you make it to the finals. And there's been a lot of teams in the past where they, they win the finals and everybody thinks, Oh, it's going to be a dynasty. And then 
maybe it isn't a, a dynasty like the warriors for example but there's also some some other kind of teams in the past where, where we thought it was a dynasty and they haven't made it back to the finals so it's the finals it's hard to get there few teams make it the bucks are in the finals they're playing the phoenix suns before I bring in my special guest, I do want to just recap quickly the Atlanta series. The Bucks won in six. Brandon Jennings. Prophecy, I guess you could call it. Bucks in six. Many years back when they got swept by Miami. Finally came to fruition. They made it where they won a big-time playoff series in six games. And they came back uh, from, from some adversity earlier in the series. And had a great kind of bounce back win in in game five, especially where it was kind of tied 2-2 and Atlanta had won game four in Atlanta and Giannis got hurt and everybody was kind of thinking, oh, is is Atlanta going to win or or they're not? Giannis has the uncertainty with the injury. The Bucs were able to come back without Giannis and win at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, and then which put him up 3-2, which is great because then the next two games you have where you have to win one of them. You're not down 3-2 and your back's up against the wall, so to speak. So they were able to win in six, come out with a very impressive performance, uh, Was really were pretty handily up in the game. Uh, got a little bit. Uh, close at the end where, where Atlanta was making a comeback, but the Bucks, uh were able to, to top it off and, and, and get the win and, and win the series. And speaking about the series against Phoenix, it's going to be tough. Phoenix has got Chris Paul, one of the best point guards in NBA history, I think we could all say, uh, as far as stats. I mean, he's not a, he hasn't won a championship yet, but in my opinion, championships are matter, but if you're a really good consistent player at a high level for your whole career, you should be thought of as a Hall of Fame caliber player. And Chris Paul is that. And then they got Devin Booker, and he's a great scorer, shooter. He can shoot with the best of them from three-point range. They got DeAndre Hunter, the, the, big, the big man down low. But I've seen some people in the media point this out. And uh, I kind of want to double down on it. Uh, I've heard kind of people saying Phoenix doesn't have as much big, big man depth. And I'm I'm kind of referencing uh, what Nathan Margin said. Uh, he's a big Bucks fan, uh, big podcaster, uh, gr- great, just a great person to to r- read up on for Bucks coverage. Uh, he, he, he had mentioned that and I, I want to double down on it with Phoenix. They have Aiden, but other than that for big men that play a whole lot, they don't have many. And maybe that's a part that the Bucks can attack in this matchup where they can play Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez too had 33 points in game five. Amazing. It was a Brooke Lopez game. And then they have Bobby Portis, who's really come on most recently in the Hawks series after 
not playing previously at all in the net series. And if Giannis comes back, they have Giannis. So they have that size. They have it. Attack the paint. Attack, attack, attack. That's probably the best thing that the Bucks can do to win this game. Obviously, they're going to need to shoot the three-point ball better, which they have had struggles with in this playoffs, is shooting the three-point shot with a high clip. I think that's the biggest thing for the Bucks in this series. It'll be tough. Monty Williams, really good coach. Mike Budenholzer, good coach in his own right, too. Phoenix hasn't been in the finals in, in a while. So before I toss it to Mark, I just want to say it is good to get two new teams in the finals. That is good. I mean, it's it's also good to have teams that have been there for a while. But it's also good, good to get some new fresh blood in there. And uh, these two teams have went through a lot this season. You, Every team dealt with COVID, the, the restrictions with COVID, especially in the beginning. But really tells you a lot about two teams that make it through all of that, plus the rigors of the season, NBA, any NBA season, readjusting to a whole new regular season schedule. There's a lot that went into it, and these teams earned being in the finals. And we'll see who wins. Mark, your thoughts. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you covered a lot of ground there, Adam. Um, just general overall thoughts for the Bucks making the finals. Uh, it's great to see Milwaukee actually get a team in a championship round uh, between the Bucks and the Brewers. They have hardly made it since uh, the early 1980s the Brewers and the 82 was the only team to do that um, and as yeah like you're talking about from the Bucks being at 15 wins to now having a team that they could hopefully you know build a contender for years to come is awesome Chris and Giannis definitely deserve the this opportunity they've been there for eight years they've put in the work and I saw on uh, something funny on Twitter they were actually the worst-rated players in NBA 2K video game in 2014, I believe, and now they're both superstars, so that's pretty awesome. And the Bucks are led with a lot of veterans, too, like Brooke Lopez, P.J. Tucker, Drew Holiday. All of them have been in the, the league for several years, and this is their first final, so it'll be great to see them get a chance. And then I really think the Bucks dealing with adversity through this year, like you are talking about, Adam, with them having to deal with, you know, Drew Holiday out during the year with COVID and with uh, the Brooklyn series, you know, that was so up and down and to come back and win that. And then Giannis getting hurt definitely helped him, you know, deal with adversity and they overcame everything. Also, great job by John Horst. Not a lot of people talk about him as one of the best executives in the league, but he's made great acquisitions since last year with adding Bobby Portis and getting – P.J. Tucker, for relatively cheap as, as far as NBA terms, there were some acquisitions he made that had, didn't work out, unfortunately, but he moved on from them and uh, made the team better. So we got to give him a big shout-out for that. And just really briefly on the Eastern Conference and Western Conference series, kind of what happened with that. The Eastern Conference, at game one, the Bucks lost that one uh, close game. They, they blew a lead towards the end. They couldn't get any rebounding. Game two, they, everything was clicking for the Bucks. They blew out Atlanta at home. 
Game three at Atlanta, the Bucks got down early. It was really ugly. They came back in the second half thanks to Chris Middleton going off for, I believe, at least 20 points in the second half. Giannis was really good in game three as well. The big thing that helped turn things, at least for the Hawks, as far as how they operated, was the Trey Young ankle injury, where it was a kind of a freak thing. He he injured his ankle on the ref's foot. So you don't see that often. But game four, the Bucks kind of were lackadaisical a little bit coming out, and they got blown out. Giannis, we obviously know, got, got hurt with his injury. And you thought, well, this this is really bad timing, of course, and that the Bucks might not be able to pull it out. But give give credit to them. Game five, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, they all showed up scoring a lot of points, and they were able to – Get it done at five serve, and then game six, uh, the, the one that we just saw a few days ago, they closed it out. Chris and, and Drew were excellent on offense, and they were able to play pretty good defense against the, the Hawks. Uh, Western Conference, the Clippers, they had Kawhi Leonard out all series. I think if he would have played all the series, they probably would have won. But they were not able to get key baskets down the stretch in a few games. The Suns are just so balanced and talented at all levels. You know, with DeAndre Ayton in the post, they got wings like Bridges and Jay, and Jay Crowder. And then uh, point guard, obviously, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. So the the uh, Clippers just did not have enough scoring to keep up with the Suns. So that's what happened with that. And then uh, we'll talk briefly now about some of the matchups to watch in the game. Or in, uh, in the finals, I should say. So in the post, DeAndre Ayton is probably going to be matched up against Brooke Lopez and maybe Bobby Portis. Ayton is really good at pick and rolls and you know getting offensive boards. He's really athletic and active. So hopefully Brooke Lopez is ready for that. And we've seen him be really good for the Bucks all year. And um, he's going to have to watch pick and roll with Paul and Ayton and watch how far he he uh, comes up for for Chris Paul if they set a pick or, or whatnot. And then in the the wings and forwards, so we hope Giannis is going to play at some point. He uh, he had a lot of success against the Suns in the regular season, whether he's guarded by Aiton or other people. So you would think the Suns would put Michael Bridges, who's about 6'10", long wingspan. You'd think they might put him on Giannis maybe Jay Crowder a few times just for someone more physical. But uh, that'll be a good matchup as well. Uh, Crowder and Bridges are decent three-point shooters, so Bucks are going to have to watch out for that. And then out on the perimeter, uh, Chris Middleton versus Devin Booker. We're not sure exactly how the Bucks are going to guard Booker, who they're going to, if they're going to assign one person to him or other people. I'm sure uh, like Pat Connaughton might be on him as well, maybe Drew Holiday, but I think this is a, the matchup where the Bucks can make the most hay as far as offensively because there's really not someone with the speed out on the perimeter that the Suns have that can match Chris Middleton, and he's so big and physical that Booker's not going to be able to handle him. Chris Paul's not going to be able to handle him, so they might have to bring some people off the bench, maybe Torrey Craig, a former Buck. Maybe they put him on, on Middleton or maybe Jay Crowder, but I think the Bucks would like that matchup if, if they put Crowder on him. So we'll see what happens with that. And then probably the best matchup is uh, Drew Holiday versus Chris Paul. 
both are really good on both ends of the floor. We know that Drew is one of the best defensive guards in the league, and Chris Paul obviously can make things go, whether he's shooting threes or uh, mid-rangers like he always does or just dishing it to people. So it'll be a great matchup. I think both players are obviously you know, all-star level, and they're going to bring it. And they both are looking for their first championship, so we'll see. What happens with that? And then just briefly uh, for the the benches for each team, the Bucks are a little bit thinner. They only play like seven or eight guys, but it would be nice if they get a lift from Bryn Forbes like they did against Miami. He was really shooting great in that series. He hasn't done much since. They did get a little bit of a lift from Jeff Teague in game six against Atlanta, which was a pleasant surprise to say the least. But... They have those two, and then you know Pat Condon off the bench. He's really good at getting you know, loose balls, rebounds, kind of the dirty work. It is unfortunate that they don't have Dante DiVincenzo. I think they could really use him in this series, just with his shooting and and defense. But you know that they got to they got to roll with who they got. And then the Suns, they have a couple of good uh, shooters off the bench with uh, Cam Johnson and uh, Cameron Payne. They're both. Younger guys, but they both can can shoot the three, and Dario Saric can can do a little bit of scoring in the post as well for him. So yeah, I think it'll be a good series, Adam. Like you were saying, I would love to say Bucks in four or five, obviously, but I think it's going to take more than that. If Giannis plays at least by game three, I think they have a chance of winning the series. I'll say Bucks and seven. Why not? Because they've clinched on the road all of their series, and both teams are really evenly matched. I think the key for the Bucks is gonna they're gonna try to have to get one of the first two games in Phoenix, and then they can you know use their home court advantage after that. But I'll say Bucks and seven, and hopefully I'm right. But we'll see, and we'll hand it over to Adam for his prediction. Yeah, so for my prediction, I am gonna go with Bucks and six. Yes, it's gonna happen again. At least I think so. The Brandon Jennings prophecy is gonna come through, come true again. They're gonna win in six. They're gonna clinch in Milwaukee. They're gonna win it all behind the home fans. Mark, I completely agree with you. I think they're going to split in Phoenix. They're going to win two in Milwaukee. And then game five, they'll probably lose, unfortunately. And then game six, they're going to win. They're going to win in six. And... It's going to be great. Now, a lot of you listeners out there, this is Mark and myself taking our home fandom away from our prediction. We think the Bucks are going to win, and we know that Phoenix is very, very talented. Number one seed in the West. or They were number two seed. Two seed? Yeah, two seed. Number two seed in the West. The one seed was the Jazz. Number two seed in the West. Very good team. 
with a lot of depth. You can go up and down the line of, of the players. Mark did a nice job of mentioning them all. Mikel Bridges will be playing his former college teammate, except, unfortunately, Dante won't be playing. But Dante DiVincenzo and Mikel Bridges were teammates at Villanova in college. And uh, maybe there's a little trash talk between those two uh, privately. We'll see what happens there. But uh, I think that they're going to win it. I think they're going to break through. Giannis, according to ESPN sources, everybody within the last hour, according to the media, has been listed as doubtful for game one. Not a surprise. I don't think that he plays tomorrow. I honestly think that he'll play at the earliest if he's going to play. It would be in game three. I think the first two in Phoenix are going to be really cautious with him. There's been rumblings through the media that uh, he, he's he got a pretty good chance of coming back in the series against Phoenix in the finals. We'll see what happens. I mean, you want to be cautious with Giannis. You do. Because he's an all-world talent. But also, it's the NBA Finals. As long as he doesn't injure himself like terribly and he gets through the rest of the way okay and it's not terrible. I mean, you're going to have bumps and bruises. It's the NBA. Everybody has bumps and bruises. It's the rigors of the season. Plus, he has a hyperextension in the knee. But... You only get these chances too many times. And again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier in this episode of my podcast for Big A Sports Show. It's a tough line that, that you that you kind of have to go on. You're the medical staff. You want to be cautious with them. But you also are Giannis, and you want to be in there. You want to be with your teammates. You want to try to break through with the Bucks and win a title. He's probably going to have chances in future years to win the title too. But it's not guaranteed. This right here, the title isn't guaranteed because you have to go out there and get it. But you're at least in the finals. So, it's an interesting kind of situation. But I think that the Bucks get it done in six. And very interesting, I saw this. Torrey Craig, now in the Phoenix Suns. No matter who wins the finals, he gets a, he gets a championship ring because he was on the Bucks to start the season, and now he's on the Phoenix Suns. Now I'm sure if you're Tory Craig, you'd want a Phoenix ring because you played more and were more valuable to your team with Phoenix. Because with the Bucks, unfortunately, that Mike Boonozer didn't play him a whole lot. But either way, he he's going to get a title ring. Hopefully, it's a Bucks t- title ring, but we'll see what happens. It all starts tomorrow on ABC, 8 o'clock Central Time. The NBA Finals. Also, shout out to the theme music for the NBA playoffs, most especially for the finals. Oh, when, when they go into commercial break and there's a big play, let me tell you, all you listeners out there probably know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, that, that music, and, and you watch the big play, especially if it's for your team that that that, that the big play is for. Oh, it's just great. I love it. So that'll be another thing to look forward to. 
the Mike Breen, great announcer for NBA games for ESPN, ABC. The so and so for three, bang! Oh, that that call is great. You know, we'll hear a lot of that. They'll Mark Jackson and and uh, and Jeff Van Gundy too, calling it. It'll be great. And I would give some advice to to all you Bucks fans out there, everybody. If you're a Phoenix fan listening, too, soak it all in. Because these chances don't come along all the time. And as a Bucks fan, I'm going to soak it in. Mark's going to soak it in. Everybody's going to soak it in. Hopefully the Bucks win it all. We'll see what happens. I'm going to try and have uh, periodic episodes coming up here for Big A Sports Show. Uh, recaps, things like that. And also, too, when we get to football season as well, we're going to hit it hard with football content. Uh, might squeeze in a little... Uh, very safe and and everything about it. Uh, fantasy football episodes. We'll see what happens. Always looking for ways to spice up my my uh, podcast and make it even better than it already is. It's great so far. I look forward to forward to continue. So with that, wrapping up another episode of Big A Sports Show. Mark, thank you for joining me again. Uh, I try to have other guests on as well, in addition to in including Mark, uh, and we'll. We'll continue to, to make this podcast as best as it can get. So all you listeners out there, stay consistent. Tell your friends, tell your family. We are all loving your support of, of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, Big A Sports Show. Go box. Hopefully it all turns out well. Another edition of Big A Sports Show, anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Adam Manandel. Thank you.